0: Welcome back to yet again another episode of Finding Ryan. I am your host Chris Marie and I'm ecstatic that you are here today. If you guys are new, hi, welcome. So happy you're here. Just to let you know, to preface, this is a mental health based podcast. I do not give you medical advice. I just give you advice on, you know, little things in life. Uh, I say little, but they're not fucking little at all. They're like <laughs> the hugest things in your life. But I just kind of give you a little bit of advice. Be your best friend. That's why I'm here. So today's episode is about communication and no, it's not how I... I'm not going to teach you how to communicate, okay? I'm just going to tell you that communication has really affected your mental space. And um, it starts from when you're a kid. And it's shitty. But um, here's a little preface on my communication history. I come from a family that was very toxic and very abusive physically, mentally, and emotionally. And it was a lot of yelling and screaming and and name-calling and and all of these things and belittling all of the things possible growing up so that's where my communication kind of stems from so that's what you're gonna get from this podcast is someone that's healing from it and going through life undoing everything that was done so that being said communication starts when you're younger and regardless of where you come from, but, you know, if you're adopted, if you have one parent in your life, if you have no parents in your life, you still have people that have taught you communication in a sense, or you kind of just sat back and watched, but um, it, it did start there, and you kind of hold on to it throughout your existence, and it's just time to unlearn all that stuff that's not serving you, not helping you mentally, and not putting you in a good place mentally. So, that being said growing up for me was very difficult just like the rest of us I feel like we all have suffered something through life but we don't have to live there anymore we don't exist there anymore but there is things that we can still pull from the past that are going to help us grow on this journey it's very important actually it's it's like receipts you need those to keep looking back on you just got to keep learning from it okay you can level up from your past but you don't have to live there so I think that's awesome So that's kind of how I have navigated the last few years of my life because I didn't start learning proper communication like I thought until I was about 25. Actually, I'm going to say 26 because things got real rocky in the 26th year of my life mentally. So uh, it took a while, but um, knowing that I grew up with such toxicity in my house, so much yelling, screaming, I didn't have... I didn't have anyone to go to. I didn't have anyone to feel safe talking to because every time I brought something up, I was a very angry child. I have to, I have to preface that. I was very angry because I had ADHD growing up and I didn't know that. Um, I didn't have, you know, anyone to tell me or even take me to doctors to understand that I had ADHD and it was a blessing in disguise, yes, because I didn't get to be medicated and um, I just kind of went through life raw dog in it and I got to experience not being medicated and it's the best thing for me, for me. I have to say for me but uh going through you know childhood stuff and you know becoming a woman I didn't know that you know women went through all these changes I didn't know things that are going to happen differently to my body I didn't know the feelings I was going to have the emotions the tears the everything I didn't know any of that so if guys are listening hi just hold tight because it's very just this is an important part of my life that is um beneficial to talk about especially with communication and if you have kids of your own and daughters of your own this Mm -hmm. is huge to talk about let's say you're a single parent um or just someone that never got communication growing up I need you to understand that this this is detrimental for for girls and I, I know a lot of people know this but a lot of people don't it's um it really holds a lot of value Throughout their life, if you tell them at a younger age and tell them before they start their period. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about that because I didn't know periods were a thing. I didn't know, you know, hormones, anything were a thing. I thought you were just gonna live your life being a kid and love it until one day I was brutally introduced to my period. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it was the scariest moment of my childhood besides all the abuse, it was so scary because I was put in a, in a position at two o'clock in the morning. I went to the bathroom and all of a sudden I thought I was dead. I thought I was fucking dying because there was, you know, I'm going to spare you the details, but you, I went to the bathroom and I, I got up and I seen, and I died inside. I was panicking, but it's so crazy. My survival tactics and like, being stuck in survival mode so much that I just try to figure out a solution to that problem, by myself, at two o'clock in the morning. Is a thirteen-year-old. I was at my grandma's house. I remember this, and um, I I was panicking. I was like, okay, well, you know, the blood comes out of your skin. You need something to stop it. So. Uh, I don't have a big enough band-aid for this. Like, I am not kidding you. These things went through my head. So I, like, went under my grandma's kitchen, or not kitchen sink, bathroom sink, and I found this huge, like, absorbent pad thing. I have to say it like that because that's how I thought when I was a kid. And um, I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna, if I'm gonna die, at least I don't want to be messy about it, you know? Like, I'm just something's really going on, something's wrong, and I just, you know, put the pad in, and I I hoped that I was going to live another day, and I tried to go to sleep, but there was so much pain. I didn't know, I was, like, going through all this pain, and I was sore, and I, I don't understand what was going on, and, you know, the next morning, I, like, mustered up courage, but it was so much scared courage that I was, like, okay, now I have to bring this up to the people that I don't really talk to don't communicate to don't find safety in but sure and so I you know I said I'm I think I'm dying and you know I explained I was like I am bleeding and it was like I don't know why right now I'm gonna be honest with you I'm getting emotional about this because this was such a moment of my life that told me so much I'm starting to tear up Ugh glad I'm not filming this today um because it was one of those things where it's like I should have known about this a long time ago but I I I brought it up because I genuinely thought I was dying I thought this was it um this is the end of my life and uh I brought it up and all I got was okay and you know they went to the store got pads or whatever and that was that that was that they didn't really deeply explain to me what it was. They didn't tell me like, hey, this happens every single fucking month of your life for the rest of your life until, you know, you hit menopause. Like, I didn't get any of that. I just got it. Okay. So I went through every single month fearing when it was going to happen because I didn't know what happened, you know. Mine was irregular gr- growing up, but I didn't know. I didn't know any of it. And so like, When I was getting closer to my period at 13 years old, I was, like, things were sore and, like, I was moody and I was, I didn't know, I didn't know. And so I just kind of went with emotions through life and I was like, okay, well, I'll just teach myself this stuff then. That was a very detrimental little thing, but it's so big. And I want to preface this and I want anyone listening to understand the importance of this because you don't understand. Yeah, you may be uncomfortable to talk to your kids about these things or people in your life, but you should never be uncomfortable because these people need you. Yes, it was uncomfortable to talk about with you growing up because that's your past, but it's your time to change that for your kids, your legacy, your life, people around you. Just as simple as that, like people need to know these things okay and if you don't know like how to communicate this luckily we have the internet now right luckily we have things that are are good I don't teachers I guess in life that can teach us even if they're not a part of our family I think that's so beautiful and I think we're blessed with that but a lot of us are still very uncomfortable talking about that stuff now I am a stepmother to a um, eight-year-old or 9 year, almost almost nine-year-old kid, guy, boy. Why did I say guy? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm just losing it. Boy. So it's a lot different, right? But I always make it. I've known him since he was five, so I always make it apparent that listen, you don't have to tell me these things, but if this is going on in your life, or you're feeling a certain way, like sickness, or your body feels funny, or you feel like you're throwing up, or you don't feel right. Or your bowel movements are weird. You, you don't have to tell me, but I need you to tell your dad or your mom. You know, I need you to tell somebody because here's why, you know. And so I'd give them that because I knew as a child, those are things that I wish I knew growing up. Because I feared every body function in my life until I was 18 years old. And it, it was the lack of communication from my parents, and uh, that was just my mom because my dad was non-existent. So that's another form of lack thereof of communication is my dad was non-existent in my life. So that taught me a different type of communication. that really fucked up my mind as well. And it was the, I, I I got a few bits and pieces of communication from him and it was never in person it was always in a note or in a text message and it was never like it was oh I'm so proud of you blah blah blah. I'm so sorry I haven't been around blah 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 like it was never face to face and that isn't a journey that you know it took me a while to understand that other you know your parents are on their own journeys but growing up you you think that okay their parents they're supposed to already be you know having their shit together that's also why you should communicate to your kids that everyone's life is different And everyone's journey is different, and their mental spaces are different, and life is challenging. But if you don't communicate that to your child, they will constantly think it's their fault, and they'll constantly, you know, blame themselves throughout life, and they'll start to attract people just like you guys. I don't know why I said you guys, but like parents that are going through the motions of their own that, you know, are healing through traumas that their parents or your parents have you know, put you through. So it's just, it's, it's crazy to see at 28 years old, to see this, to be in this, this realm of of healing from communication and to know that you have to heal from it. Like that's fucking weird to me, but it's also, I'm so happy at 28 that I realized that and I'm working on that every single day because it's not easy. It's fucking not easy at all because there's still things that I can't communicate that I'm working on, but I've gotten so much better at them. Like, usually in relationships, it's hard for me to communicate how I'm feeling because ever since I was a kid, every time I brought something up that I was feeling, it was, no, you don't. Or it was some some negative response that uh, spiraled me into this, this mental space that I didn't like. But um, it was like a go shut up or go to your room or that's not true or you're lying or why are you making things up or you need medication like it was always those negative responses that I got from saying how I actually felt instead of a safe place and a safe haven that I can go to with all this vulnerability to then get a response of of understanding and caring and support I never got that never once in my life and I still don't get it from my family you know and I like to preface that stuff too is like I'm 28 and I still don't get that kind of stuff so I just kind of is still say how I feel and I don't, I'm not worried about the response I'm gonna get back anymore because it's very important for me regardless to tell people how I feel and how they make me feel because I don't get to, I, I don't get to put myself through that. I don't get to put myself through absolute fucking hell for the rest of my life because of other people. So I get to communicate, even though it's very uncomfortable for me because I grew up not knowing how to properly, and every every time I tried to, it was negative, I just decide, you know what, fuck you. I'm going to communicate how I feel, and if this ends a relationship, if this ends a friendship, if this ends, you know, a family member not being in my life, fuck it. It's not that important for me. Having someone in your life that constantly makes you feel like you can't share how you feel because of how they respond, that is not okay, and I need you to understand that, and it's okay to leave hundred percent because even though they're a family member it doesn't fucking matter I just had a huge blowout with my sister a few uh, weeks ago actually actually a month ago about things that she's going through in her life she's older than me but she's going through some shit and I finally used to always keep my mouth shut I always just went with the flow I was a people pleaser you know what I mean and I always just kind of was like whatever they say I'm just gonna like brush it off I don't fucking do that shit no more and I finally started bringing shit up and now my sister don't talk to me and it's yes, it's it's a relief, but it's also you like, Oh well, I, I saw I saw that coming. Okay, because you're you're sharing all of these things that, you know, they've affected you. Like my sister did some shit and I said, Hey, listen, I don't like when you do that. She got negative, she got in she internalized that, she used all her insecurity possibly, and she ignored me and says there's nothing wrong with her, right? That's a healing of her own. That's not my journey to heal her. It's my journey to heal myself and that is a part of my journey is telling people in my family, listen, the way that you talk to me personally is not the way that I want you to talk to me because I can't handle that. You are very narcissistic or you're very, you know, I just like say all of the things that whoever in my life is um, talking to me. I'll say, well, you're narcissistic about it, or you are not understanding how you're actually portraying yourself, or you're very negative, or, you know, I actually say that shit now. And I say it with much grace. I don't just say it like you're fucking narcissist. You know what I mean? I don't say it like that. I say it with a lot of grace because that's how I hold myself. When I talk to people and knowing how vulnerable people can get in a sense of you like pointing something out that's like a character flaw or whatever people's ego really take over and their insecurities take over and their past and their traumas take over. So then you have to sit with yourself. You're like, okay, how am I going to respond to them in a way that is, is understanding and, and graceful enough for them to at least maybe down the road realize, okay, she actually cared. She wasn't just trying to nitpick me. Nick, nip, nip. Oh my God. Nitpick, nitpick. And I, it is very difficult, but I am a very caring human. So That's why I also never brought anything up that affected me because I didn't want people to, you know, feel the way that I felt, I guess. So then I was like, I woke up and I'm like, I'm a fucking heel now. All right. So I started doing that shit to everyone in my life. Everyone that have made me feel an uncomfortable way. My nervous system get jacked up. It's not fun to be around. It's not the way that I want to spend my life. I'm 28 and I want to try and live my life to be the most serene, caring, supportive, you know, growth As I possibly can and if the people in my life closest to me can't even recognize how they treat me and know that it affects me mentally, I don't need them. And I want, I want to say that because it's not easy just brushing off your family, right? It's not an easy thing because they're your family for a reason. You think, okay, well, you have this idea, idea of family in your head and you want people to be close to you. You want, you know, all that love and that support. But sometimes you don't get that, right? Sometimes you don't get to be born in that. You have to create that for yourself. You do. You are the generation that's going to create it for yourself and your family. And uh, as much as you wish that you could have had it for yourself, you are now changing that legacy for your future. And I think that's such a beautiful thing and I want you to know that. So whatever you're working on right now, whether it be communication, you know, your trust issues, whatever, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And it's going to take a bit, but your your children are going to thank you. When they're older, I have to say that because you know that children are children, and they're going to say what they want to say, and they're going to be teenagers, and they're going to go through the life, so they're going to make you feel like shit sometimes, but you're working very hard to make sure that they don't turn out the way that you did, and I'm proud of you for that, but you have to understand that communication is key, and it is genuinely key to the growth of everyone, yourself, your future, and uh, I... (sighs) I I talk about a lot of things on this podcast, but I feel like a lot of our self-control is based around communication. In order to control yourself is the key to your success mentally, because if you cannot control yourself, you feel so fucking lost. Communication is something that you can control. You can control it on your end, right? So with a significant other, this was the most difficult in my life to be honest, to communicate because I was so fearful that people were going to leave me. I was so fearful that if I said any little thing, that they're going to think totally different and just just go away. Yeah, I did that a lot, actually. To the point where, you know, I became a people pleaser. I became that girlfriend that was so perfect that no, never argued. This was so funny to me. This was in my um, earlier 20s. And I was in a relationship for three years. And this relationship we would like go around a lot of group of people and they would talk about the relationship. Oh my God, we love your relationship. It's so, you know, inspiring, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, you're welcome because I don't say how I feel or how this person makes me feel or how shitty this person actually truly is. You know, all of this stuff because they're like, oh my God. And you know, that significant other at the time would go, yeah, we never argue. We are always on the same page. And in my head, I'm like, you are so fucking blind. There's no fucking way. I was like, I'm just over here just like mm-hmm. in my head I'm like you're so are you kidding me right now like I'm just sitting there like I have agreed to everything that you've said I've been on your side I've made you feel like a man I've made blah 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 instead I could have literally told you all the shit that you actually do as a human being that's really horrible and you need to fucking fix yourself but I didn't and that was on me and I didn't communicate because I wanted to be the perfect girlfriend. But the perfect girlfriend is not someone that just shuts up. A perfect girlfriend is someone that's going to call them out on their fucking bullshit and make them better as a human. And if they choose to leave, that's on them. They're weak as fuck. That's simple. They have a lot to heal on their own. That's literally as simple as that. But I didn't know that. I grew up around people like my mom being married to men and catering to them. Not saying how she feels. Not, you know, putting her foot down because she used a lot of her you know she, she didn't work she had anxiety okay she had anxiety and panic she didn't work she was on disability so any extra income from you know the guys or whatever she needed that so she did what she had to do and just shut up and I said I will never fucking do that but then I saw in my earlier 20s and those you know smaller relationships they weren't so serious I mean you know they were serious but not serious serious and I, I saw myself kind of turning into that and I'm like oh my no, I can see where this is going to get me. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for my kids. Like if I were to have kids with these guys, are you fucking kidding me? <sighs> now you don't get to choose half the time. Like if, if things happen, accidents happen, you know, unplanned pregnancies happen. But uh, you know, if you do have control over these things, choose not to, right? Choose not to if these people make you feel internally like fucking shit, because that's how they're, you, you know, they're going to make their kids feel. But, of course, if you're in the situation of, you know, being, having children with someone that you're not with anymore or someone that, you know, whatever it may be, if you're single, you know, single parent, just understand that you can control as much as you can for yourself and your child then you can, you know, that other parent in your life and um, or the other parent in your kid's life. <laughs> I was I was going to say baby daddy and baby mom, but I didn't really want to say that, but I said it. So, you know what I mean? But um you just ha- you have the chance to change your mental space and be that grace and to be that safe haven for your child, regardless of who your significant person was at the time. You get to change that and you get to be that safe haven, but you know, it it's just you can learn today. You can you can relearn everything today. You can literally wipe everything that you've ever witnessed in your life and you can start completely over for yourself you can start breaking it down start understanding your past or understanding where your communication come from understanding that maybe you're not a good communicator and you need to work on that or maybe communicate or you think you communicate but it's not in the sense that it's it's beneficial sometimes people communicate in negative senses right and some people communicate very toxic um, almost said toxicity god very toxic and um, they don't know it they're not you know taking the time to understand that there's some things in my current relationship too that you're always going to learn with new people everyone has their own baggage everyone you know does all these things goes through all these things I'm so sorry I had a lot of Celsius so now it's kicking in um <laughs> and uh, you're gonna you're gonna witness a lot of of trauma that they've been through and a lot of things that they're going through that you now have to see okay well can I you know work through this with them or is it something that they're just gonna have to do by themselves And in my current relationship, of course, you know, we had baggage of our own, right? But we were very upfront about things that happened in the past. We were upfront with how our childhood was. We're upfront with all of those things and, you know, take the time to to really, okay, hone in on all the responses that we do or, you know, we've slipped up a lot of times in this relationship and I think that's so healthy to notice that there's going to be moments of of falling back. There's going to be moments of of you know triggers there's going to be all of those things that you have to work through and try and be better for that person I mean for yourself sorry not that person but for yourself so then you can bring such a powerful Thing to the relationship it's not about fixing somebody else it's not about fixing your significant other it's about fixing yourself and hopes to god that they fix themselves so that you guys can prolong in a relationship that's going to be healthy from this point on now it is difficult because it's a long process and you have to put a lot of trust in it Just with anything. Relationships are the most hardest thing, I think, in life. Because you have two different lifestyles. Two different people with traumas. Regardless what it is, everyone has an issue and a trauma in their life. Regardless how you grew up, okay? Regardless how much money you got, everyone's got a fucking trauma. And uh, you have to take two, you know, two completely different lives and, and try to merge them together with so much grace and understanding. But also, there's so much, you know, miscommunication that's going to happen. Because you're still learning how to communicate. Oh my God, that is something that, you know, we've been, I think, to, I think we've been together for three years and we've been, you know, through the ups and downs of a lot of things. And, you know, of course the honeymoon phase phased off <laughs> and then you get into the more, okay, can we live together phase okay, how do you actually live? How do you function through your day? How do you take your negative days? Like, do you get distant? Do you get quiet? Do you get pissed? You know, all of those things, but in the sense of still trying to remain as compassionate as possible as you can in your healing journey as well. So it's just, it's a lot of understanding and a lot of knowing that, hey, you know, we're both two fucked up humans that are trying to heal ourselves internally to then better not only our lives but our life together and also you know the the kids in our lives that are going to be in our life and the family and trying to bring the family back together and you know doing all these things it's a lot but if you if you really communicate as much as you possibly can then things will pan out the way that you intended and if you know one person doesn't want to communicate anymore then you know it's time to get the fuck out simple as that it really is I promise but it is difficult and you can only trial and error so many fucking times in your relationship until you realize okay it's just not working the communication is completely off I tell you one thing you don't listen or you're not you know up to understanding and listening I gotta get out but I brought a lot of that I bring a lot of miscommunication Into I did bring a lot of miscommunication into my relationship because I got really in my healing era. And I got into that era that wasn't necessarily the healthy healing. There's differences. You're kind of a toxic healer, which is you're healing. So you're kind of brushing off everything and you're being almost like a bitch. And you're being like, nothing affects me, blah, 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 blah. And I realized that super quick in my life and I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to react like that. Okay. I need to really navigate my life with positivity and being graceful and understanding that, you know, my actions are very detrimental to everyone around me. So the way that I'm communicating that non-verbally is very important as well. It's going to change the way that your household runs. It changes how your day looks. And you're going to go through all of the waves in a relationship as well of, you know, maybe you're both off for a few weeks and it's just kind of numb in the household. And a lot of people don't talk about this. This is very healthy. I'm going to tell you, it's very healthy because a lot of us believe that relationships are supposed to be happy-go-lucky every single day. Absolutely not. No, no, no. You're going to go through these these realms of your relationships that you don't communicate as well because you're healing internally you're going through something and you're stressed or you're tired and you can only say so much right but you have to see that you got to see the nonverbal and just give yourself distance never think it's your fault so if your significant other comes home pissed from work and doesn't really talk to you much kind of does their own thing don't take it internally for yourself don't say well what did I do what can I do just leave it I'm serious because it is not up to you to make someone communicate for you. Do you understand? So you don't get to go to somebody and say, so I know that you're having a bad day and I know blah, 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 blah. And I know like you're communicating for them at that point. You just need to go and do your thing. Find peace in your day, even though your other half is pissed off and angry or upset. They have to come to you with that. And that's huge because a lot of people want people to read their fucking minds. I used to be that way. So that's why I say that. I used to be that girlfriend that was like, why can't you just read my fucking mind? Because it's fucking possible. We ain't superheroes. But you wanted them to because you, you were so, you didn't know how to communicate properly. So you wanted them to just already know. That's not how this works. That's not how anything works because that's not their responsibility. Your responsibility is to say, hey, I had a bad fucking day today. I just need some time. It's simple. But a lot of, it's hard for us. It's hard for us sometimes because we grew up with, if I say that, I'm going to have to over-explain myself or I'm going to make someone feel bad or blah, blah, blah. No, just say it how it is. How is your day going? Just say, I need some time by myself. I just need to debrief. I need to go somewhere, you know. And so I actually bring that into a lot of my relationships. I always actually have that portion is give them space. Like I never tried to steal their time. I always... Them to get their own time, and I need you to, you know, go debrief somewhere. I need you to literally just go by yourself somewhere for a few because, you know, when you live with someone, you that's all you see, you know, every single day. That's all the presence that you have every single day. So, you need to have that time. That's very important to literally analyze everything that you went through the day so that you don't bring that shit into the house. So, like, my current relationship, he likes to ride his bike and his sorry almost said his little pedal bike no <laughs> his motorcycle and um he, he'll always ask do you want to go on a ride and I said because I know that he had like a shit day or something and he comes home he's like do you want to go on a ride because he's very graceful like that and I think that's so sweet but I know that I'm going to give him that time even though you know because he didn't communicate anything else other than like hey I really want you on this ride or something he just said do you want to go on a ride and I just you know internalized that as like a courtesy But I take that moment and say, I just, you know, I don't really, I don't think I'm up for a ride today. I think you should totally go. And so even though I am up for it that day, sometimes I take the L because I need them or them. I need him to go on his own little, you know, path. Need to be by himself. He just worked with people that, you know, are not helping him mentally and then he comes home and then he's stressed out and then he's going to take it out on the household because he doesn't know how to you know quite navigate that just like anyone with a bad day sometimes you need to learn how to navigate a bad fucking day and usually when you're so used to being by yourself you come home and you just navigate it at home by yourself right but when you're living with someone you come home there's someone there you don't know how to fucking navigate it's all new anyway tangent. Love that. But, you know, communication is key in every little aspect of your life, your children's life, your life, your significant other's life, your family's life, all of those things. If you don't communicate how you fucking feel, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like you feel right now. Yeah, you are. And we don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. And uh, I want you to go through your day understanding that it's okay. It's 100% okay to tell someone how you actually fucking feel. Now, listen, I would love to say that you have to be very graceful in saying how your emotions are or how you're feeling, but sometimes I'm going to be very transparent. It doesn't come out the way that we intend, but it's a step towards the right direction regardless how it comes out. What you have to do is say how you feel because you're going to be so overpowered with emotion when, when bringing something up that you're going to lose some of the words that you rehearsed in your head and it's going to come out totally different than you intended, and that person might be offended by it. What you have to do is say, listen, that is not what I actually intended to say. What I meant to say was, and then say, can I please write it down? Can I please write it in a message so that I don't lose my words? Because that's not what I intended. You can always come back from it too. So that's that's something important that no one talks about, is when you do communicate. Sometimes you don't communicate correctly, but you you, you have to get it out. You got to get it out to learn. You got to, you know, you got to keep doing it since practice makes, you know, I was going to say practice makes perfect, but my, uh, cheerleading coach would kick my ass if I said that back in the day, I'm clearly 28, so I retired a long time ago, but practice makes progress, ladies and gentlemen, not perfect. Uh, but you really do. You have to sit with yourself, trust yourself. Sorry, the plane is planning as it always does and just fucking pull the plug stop you know navigating a life in fear because that's just where you're going to stay the rest of your life you're going to fear communicating to people you're going to fear feelings you're going to fear a lot of things that we just don't fucking need to do okay we're not going to do that that's why we're here together as a family because our families can't fucking help us because they need to heal themselves maybe send this podcast you know listen it's difficult it's always going to be fucking difficult I always preface this because it's not easy. It's not an easy one to write it down and things are solved. Absolutely fucking not. But um, I've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of podcast episodes that you can listen to if you want to, to keep you, you know, in that motion of healing, of growing, of understanding, of breaking everything down, starting from scratch. I believe in you. I believe that you can change anything that you put your mind to. And I know you want a better life for you and your kids and your life. And you can do that. You really can. It's not impossible. And you don't need millions of dollars for it. And you don't need therapy a million times for it. Yes, therapy is a great thing. But at the same time, you don't need it right now. What you need is to really reflect on on your own life. That's what therapy does for you. It reflects. teaches you the lessons. But you can do that by yourself too if you want to try And if it gets too difficult to navigate, therapy is another option. They kind of help a lot more. Talking to someone that you don't really know personally helps a lot. It really does. Because you're just speaking it out and they don't know your past. They don't know where you come from. You know, they don't know, they don't have any influence on you other than just listening to the words that you're saying. And then they can like, you know what? This is how I see it. This is how I view it. So a box fell, bubba. Like, you don't need to start growling out a box. Sorry, my dog's just dogging. Anyway, I love you guys so much. And thank you guys for hanging out with me today on this sunny Wednesday over in Washington State. I do appreciate every listener, everyone in here, every community member on the Facebook Finding Your Mind page, every follower over on, you know, the Instagram account, the Finding Your Mind pod, every YouTube viewer. I love you guys so much over on Krista Marie. I just I just really am grateful for everyone and you guys help me heal every single Wednesday as well. You guys are very important to me as much as, you know, I would like to think I'm important to you. Um (laughs) but if not, that's okay too. Um, it's not a big deal. I'll just go cry some other time. (laughs) But (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I really do hope that you, you know, take this podcast as just a, you know, another building block, another thing that you can use to help grow and change and evolve. That's it. I love you guys so much and I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Finding You.